0: Hello and welcome. I'm Bene Dior, The Coach Guardian, and welcome to Coach Pep Talk, the podcast for people who run their own coaching businesses. Each week I talk to an expert who shares wisdom that helps us be better coaches and better coaching business owners. This week I've got Dr. Akina Finch on the call and she's talking to us all about how to showcase your coaching expertise on LinkedIn. Have you been looking for a way to manage your coaching clients remotely? Well, I've got just the tool for you, and it's called Life Coach Office. Life Coach Office is an online coaching client management platform that takes care of your invoices, your meetings, your client journals, online lessons, your resource library, and so much more. But the best way to know if Life Coach Office is going to work for your coaching business or not is to jump in and give it a try. Go to lifecoachoffice.com to sign up. I first heard of Dr. Akina Finch through her Social Power Summit, which is a summit that she founded for people of color in social media so that they could have a platform where they can shine. I've since started following some of the speakers at that event, and man! They are a breath of fresh air. Totally check out the Social Power Summit. But there's a whole lot more to Akina than the Social Power Summit. Not only is she a coach and a podcaster and a trainer, she is a contributing writer for Forbes, Huffington Post, Thrive Global, and that's just to name a few. And she's got degrees, I don't know how she fit them all in. She's got a doctorate of management, an MBA in technical management, an executive MBA. She's also got degrees in marketing IT, project management, and get this, aeronautical technology. I'm guessing that was when she was quite a lot younger. Now what Akina really turns her passion and attention to these days is helping you create demand for your supply using social media and technology and she walks her talk. If you look at her Instagram account you'll see that she's got over 10,000 followers just there. She's on all the platforms and man I can tell you that Akina is a walking encyclopedia when it comes to all things social media. So I'm so excited to bring some of her wisdom to you guys. And in this episode, we're specifically focusing on what she's got to say about LinkedIn. Enjoy the show. Hello, Akina, and welcome to the show. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Uh, This this episode is really going to be, you know, all about helping coaches learn how to showcase their expertise on LinkedIn. It's something that I'm personally really curious about. It's a place where I know that a lot of my ideal clients hang out and I haven't invested very much time or energy other than just kind of having my CV up to date in LinkedIn. So I'm really curious for the audience and for my, myself as well. So I, I really am looking forward to what you're going to say today. And I'm, I'm looking forward to doing the homework of whatever tips <laughs> come out of our interview today.
1: Oh, wonderful. I absolutely love LinkedIn. Uh, I've made some of my best business connections there as well as coaching. And I think that it's going to be a great interview for this
0: today. Perfect. Okay. Well, let's get straight into it. I was wondering if you could start by telling uh, the audience why you think LinkedIn is such a powerful platform for coaches to be using.
1: It is a powerful platform because believe it or not, they actually have a tool in there that helps you gain clients. And a lot of people don't even know that it's there for coaches. I get daily uh, notices of people who are looking for coaches in different types of areas, and all I have to do is put in my bid.
0: Wow! And do you need to do something special, like have a special LinkedIn account to do that, or uh, is it something that just the the free you can do with your free account?
1: Uh, I know a couple of people who are doing it that have the free account, so yes, you should be able to do it with your free account. It is called Profinder. So, uh, ProFinder has a freelancing, such as if you're a creative. So, if you're an artist or you do a graphic design or what have you, you can get some things there if you're a coach, and it'll tell you business, executive, you know, all these other types of coaching lanes. You pick your coaching lane, and then uh, you tell put a little bit about yourself in the bio, and so that's why it's so important that you tailor your bio to your uh, coaching business because they're gonna go and look through the bio when they go and pick you uh, for uh, to be their coach. And so having that bio in place, having that uh, summary in place, and then of course having that heading tagline is so important. Cause that's usually what draws them in to go and look at anything.
0: Okay. I think we might revisit some of that. So I, we heard, I heard, um, the bio is really important. Your mm-hmm. tagline, did you say?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Tagline. And what there was, a, was it was an image as well. or was Oh it?
1: yes. You definitely have to have a professional image, but your, uh, your, your bio, uh, and your, uh, which is what I call the summary mm-hmm. and, then, uh, your, your tagline, which is the heading up there to top right up under your name. Those are very, very important areas that a lot of people miss out on. And, Mm -hmm. but that uh, header is the one thing that spikes their opinion, uh, you know, their attention for them to actually keep reading in. And then with your header, you need to make sure that those first two sentences pop.
0: Because
1: Mm -hmm. if they don't pop, people don't read past those two sentences.
0: Got it. And I don't know, this is sort of throwing you, uh, <laughs> throwing a curveball, but can you, can you give us like a, what is a sentence that pops? Like what's an example of a sentence that you would say pops?
1: Okay. So, um, most people say, um, so I, I'm, I'll just do an example of me. So, uh, before when I first started, I would say Dr. Akina Finch." educator motivator lover of social media okay all right so what does that mean right versus um certified uh coach author speaker i help you create a demand for your supply and that pops because i'm telling you what i'm going to do Ooh, create a demand for my supply i have a lot of coaching programs that I can sell right now, and I need people to buy them. Therefore, she's going to help me uh, get people to buy my products that I've already have sitting here waiting for the audience to uh, take advantage of. So that is why that would pop, because they would see their selves in my sentence yeah. as a banker.
0: Yeah, see them, so I love that. That's nice clarification. Then also, I mean, your sentence also has that embedded, um, uh, what's it called, eh, expertise, uh, you know, that eh, that you are the expert and you're certified and professional and whatnot.
1: Exactly. And a lot of coaches are really downplaying that. I see a lot of uh, ACC, PCC, MCCs that are not putting that out there on their uh, platforms why not you mm-hmm. earn this you are an expert in your field you are teaching other coaches how to be coaches but y'all don't even put your pccs or your accs or your mccs on your name that was the first thing i fixed when i became i did this because i am very passionate about my craft and i want people to know that i went and got the extra uh, education needed to service them the way that they need to be serviced. Yeah. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, definitely. And for anybody who's listening, that's not uh, familiar with those acronyms there. Um, like I guess certification levels that you get through the international coach federation. Yes. Okay. So what I'm hearing Akina is that the reason that you really love LinkedIn and you think it's such a powerful platform for coaches specifically is that it's, it's got a, a a tool called the pro finder that actually helps you gain clients, which is pretty cool. I mean, that's what most coaches want anyway.
1: (laughs) Now that's just one feature. So let's say you're not ready for that yet. Let's say you just want to start networking. Uh, Most of the uh, ICF uh, people, uh, different branches have pages out there. You can network in your city, in your state, and start doing different collaborations with coaches, Uh, start seeing what other coaches are doing, Uh, put yourself out in different circles because, you know, people don't know what's there if you don't tell them. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: you need to start getting out there in the presence and in the circle of the other coaches. Uh, This LinkedIn is amazing for that. You could get in groups, you can find information. They could could look at some of your things that you're putting out there and say, no, if you tweak this just a little bit over here, then you'll sell a lot more. Or if you tweak this over there, you'll reach this type of market instead of that type of market. And, you know, that type of uh, feedback and masterminding is invaluable to a coach. Mm. Invaluable.
0: so you actually use LinkedIn to to have a bit of a mastermind network.
1: Yes, and also uh if you are uh with the ICF, you know, you have to take your certification over every three uh, you know, renew it every 3 years and you have to learn. You know, you have to go to these workshops and renew your skills and everything. So, why not they post all of their uh different uh, meetings and different things that you can go and get these uh, learning credits right there on LinkedIn and their LinkedIn groups so you might be sitting there oh how am I gonna learn uh, get these learning credits and then you know I see a few on the website but you go to LinkedIn and people will tell you you'll see all these different places that you can go that's more unique to your style
0: wow. so
1: definitely uh, Check out these
0: coaching groups. Okay. And, and for, for somebody who's not on the International Coach Federation path and they like the idea of maybe networking, collaborating, masterminding with other coaches using LinkedIn, how would, how would they go about it? What, what would you suggest they start looking for? Especially if they're new to LinkedIn and they're not, like, not really familiar like even with the different options that are even out there of, of, of group co- communities and groups you can connect with.
1: Well, I mean, most of the coaching groups are, it's lucky that they usually put coaching in their, uh, in their titles. So I would start with a nice search on, um, on coaching and I would go to the group section and filter out through there. Most of them will let you in. Uh, The public groups will let you in and let you get a feel of it, you know, before you decide that you want to join in. Uh, Some of the private ones will give you a uh, synopsis of what it is before you uh, decide if you want to come in, and they will let you in. So there are some private groups that only just want their particular people in there, and then there are some groups that's just open for learning and masterminding. And go ahead and do those search. Those search, the searches are amazing. There's so many people that can find you, and make sure that your keyword coaching is in your bio, in your header, all of those things, because those are what LinkedIn uses to pop you up in the people section. So you could uh, be in this area with this person who needs coaching. They're not ready to use Profinder yet. They may just want to go through and say coaching, and your name should pop up. Your name should pop up if they say coach, coach uh, coaching, uh, you know, uh, coach certified, you know, whatever it is, your name should pop up And whatever arena you're in, whether you're in wellness, whether you're in uh, tech, whether you're executive, whether you're business, make sure that you have those keywords in there as well, because people will make sure that uh, they scan the gamut before they go in and start trying to contact the person. And you want to make sure that your face is on that front page every time they uh, look for something so that they know that you're the right fit.
0: Wow. Okay. How do you get on the first page?
1: That is a good, good, good question.
0: So,
1: <laughs> um, how do you get on the front page? Now, I usually am pretty good with first and second pages. Uh, I make sure that. First off, you want to make sure that you are an all star. Uh, uh, That means that your profile is complete. And they will let you know on your banner because it starts out with, you know, getting started. Then they'll say intermediate. Then it'll say all star. Mm -hmm. Okay? And you want your profile to be all star. Once from the uh, search rate from intermediate to all-star is 27% more seen. Wow. They put you in more, uh, 27% more searches once you hit all-star. So that right there is enough to get you started, you, you know, to make you want to go to all-star. Hmm. Uh, then the next thing is making sure that your skill set all the coaching skills that you do, make sure that you have those in the skill set area for the recommendation. Make sure that you have it in your, uh, summary, make sure you have it in your header and that way you'll start coming up. But the, if you have it in your header, you're most li- and you're all star, you're most likely to be on the front two page.
0: Right. Okay. So it's, it doesn't sound like it's actually that hard.
1: No, 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 but you know, and it all depends on your interaction too, because you know, if they don't, LinkedIn is very, uh, uh, how do I say this? You know, about the algorithm. So Mm -hmm. if you are off two or three weeks, then you go down in the bottom. Versus Mm -hmm. if you're on there every day and you're uh, fooling, and you know, and you're engaging and whatever, they give you a reward by pushing you up to the top.
0: Right, okay, a reward. Instagram is sort of similar isn't it yes yeah okay Okay, so how do you get on the first page so what I heard from that is make sure that your profile is complete and you've got an all-star rating make sure that your skill set is represented in your recommendations your header and your bio and be sure to interact every day on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. can you talk a little
1: bit? just putting on a picture or if you have an offer you know, just posting uh, a post, or even if you just want to write an article in the post section, you can write an article, and all of that is uh, considered an engagement. And you can go forth with that. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so sh- you can post an image, you can write an article, you can share. What did you say? Share a- an offer. Mhm. Okay, and when you when you are interacting on LinkedIn, are you posting on your page, kind of like like? for people who are familiar to Facebook, is it similar or is it really different?
1: No, actually uh, they have what is called, uh, your page is your profile, just like on Facebook. And then your uh, company page is just like your business page on Facebook. Okay. So you can actually make a company page and it has the stats, and you can put in your websites and all that. And you can put in pictures, videos, articles you've written. And so the page is all about your company. And then when you make that company page, this is how you can tell if somebody has a company page. When they put their their, uh, experience in their bio, if there is a gray little hotel right there, they don't have a company page. If there's a logo there, they have a company page. And that's how you can tell.
0: Okay. So um, I'm going to circle back a little bit. You, uh, uh, you know, we kicked off the interview talking about why is LinkedIn such a powerful platform for coaches? And you said, well, it helps you gain clients and it helps you start to network and mastermind with other coaches. Um, was there anything else uh, in your sort of why uh, for LinkedIn that you wanted to cover before we move on?
1: I think also with the why it actually helps you cultivate your audience because um, especially if you're trying to do B2B uh, clientele, um, you know, most of the other uh, social media platforms are for B2C. Uh, B2B is another way that people are going with the corporate clients and corporate coaching. And so if that is something that you're interested in, you make sure that uh, you put that out there because a lot of businesses are on LinkedIn looking for, That next expert to bring into their business. So make sure that you include that in your uh, summary of things that you do.
0: So uh, include in your summary that you work with businesses. Is that what you mean or okay. Yes. And do you is LinkedIn also a powerful tool for working with one on working with individuals.
1: Oh yes, that's where the pro finder comes in and that's where uh, the searches and things come in. So yes, most definitely. But it's just uh, better uh, than than other platforms for the B2B.
0: Okay, all right, perfect. Um, I think you've built a very compelling why we should all be thinking about LinkedIn. So what I'd like to do is change tack a little bit and let's talk about some practical things. So if you're really new to LinkedIn, maybe you have a page, uh, a personal page. Maybe you don't, um, or you know, you have one, but it's just like, just really basic. What are the first things that you need to do to to be able to to really get that right? And you kind of dropped some different ideas already, but maybe we can summarize uh, some of those, and, and and you can expand on them in in this in this segment. Okay.
1: All right. So things you need. Uh, first off, uh, your they give you points for your profile picture, they give you points for your name and your header, uh, where uh, at least one uh, place of expertise at one place of school. Uh, they also give you uh, credit for any recommendations you have, as well as any skills you have. Uh, if you do volunteering, if you have an award, um, things of that nature. Also, if you are a publisher, if you uh, have any published works, go ahead and put those in there. Um, Then, of course, you want to start really um, homing in on your niche in the skill set because they use that skill set area not only for people to give you, you know, quick recommendations, but you also they use them in the search engines to bring you up a little further and give more people, um, a way to get to
0: you. Okay. Um, I have a question about that. Actually, I have a couple, I have a couple of questions already before we move on down the list. So with your skill um, I know that like I was in a really different career before I got into my coaching business. So I've got some, you know, technical business analysis, usability stuff, which actually is really relevant to what I'm doing now. But, I don't want to be searched, you know, and be asked, you know, like I'm not a usability specialist anymore. I use it in my current job, but it's not really what I want to be known for. So would you get rid of those from your skill set? Like if you, if you did transition from a career to your, your coaching business and you're actually doing quite different work now, or would you leave all that stuff there?
1: Okay. So the first five are going to show up, all the rest of them are not. Okay. Uh, you can be pretty brief in your uh, summaries in the uh, education section and the uh, experience section for the things that you uh no longer do mm-hmm. so kind of like before when i was more into education my education section was a lot more robust now it's she did this she did this she did this okay and she was this and then you know then we move on to the things that i'm doing more of now and i, I make that more robust okay so, Uh, it doesn't look good to have the hole there so fill the hole
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but you don't have to put maybe one or two sentences down that way you don't get searched for that and then when you go into the skill set you don't have to uh, put those particular skills in there unless it is going to be a benefit for a coaching uh, opportunity you have in the future
0: Great. And in that skills area, would you just want to have like five skills or, you know, I think right now I might have, you know, be recommended for like 30 or 40 things from all my different past jobs that people have recommended me for. Is that good or bad?
1: Oh no, you can go up to 50.
0: All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's okay. It doesn't dilute your, what you know, your attraction.
1: Okay. No, because the first three are the only ones that's really seen. After that, they have they go into this little box, and they can click on it to see the rest. Cool. But they they, they see the top three first, and then the rest of them are up under there. So.
0: Right. Okay. Okay. And then my other question before I uh, before we get back to the list was you, you mentioned published works. Does self published works count, or does it need to be like officially published on Amazon or by a publisher or something?
1: Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Amazon is, uh, you know, even though it is self-publishing, Amazon is up there with with many. So, yes, put your published works on there. And I have gotten uh, book sales because I put my published works on my LinkedIn.
0: Okay. I have
1: gotten product sales because I put my t-shirts on LinkedIn. So, you know, put it out there. If you do it, you do it.
0: Uh-huh. Wonderful. Okay, so please carry on. Uh, you you had just finished talking about honing in on your your niche in your skill set.
1: Also, um, at the bottom, you'll see different interests. I would go in and find some of the people that you're interested. in. They do have what is called influencers, and if you click on some of these influencers, they will actually put different articles in your feed that. Th- you would find interesting because you chose these particular influencer and it'll be information that you may have not known about because uh, you know you just may not be in that circle but you learn so much and then you can share it on your business page or you can share it on your personal and you can start educate your audience uh, with the uh, information that you're receiving and it might be actually uh, good because one thing that we tend not to do as much is share uh, other people, you know, who may be experts in the field um, by sharing an article and saying, Oh, um, author, you are amazing. This was amazing piece. I would love for you to expound on this, this and this. They'll come over. Not only will they follow you, but then y'all, you'll have a good conversation. And then your conversation that you started will be seen on their platform with their people. And now you're in front of a whole new audience that you would have never met if you had just been like, oh, that was a nice article and kept it pushing.
0: Wow. Okay. Great tip. All right. Is there anything else that that a coach that's just starting in LinkedIn needs to think about to, to get set up properly?
1: Basically, you want to, I say at least be an your all-star status together and it is a checklist and they will show you what you need to do and they'll tell you how you're advancing and they'll tell you when you get there Mm -hmm. Uh, now some of course we know people don't they have things about patents and courses and things like that they don't put as much weight on there because they know that not everybody is gonna have a patent in life you know those type of things Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know people do have uh, education they do have a a, you know some type of work experience they do have a picture they do have a bio and they do have uh something that uh sentence that tells the world about them uh with style and flair so that's what you get uh, accounted for
0: okay cool all right so let's talk a little bit about the workload that's that that, like you need, for example, to, to really make LinkedIn work for you as a platform. Like how much time are you spending on LinkedIn each week? And what would you recommend to a coach who might just be starting out in this platform?
1: Okay, first off, start being social because you never know uh, who is going to be your next lead and your next client. Uh, LinkedIn uh individuals tend to follow your post first and then they'll start sharing your post then they'll start speaking to you on your post and that's when you know you have a captivated audience and when they start speaking to you about that particular item that's something that you need to start homing in on and you need to start posting more so they'll let you know what What you need to put out there. Because the one good thing about LinkedIn is the moment that somebody likes your stuff, it goes right into their feed and all their friends can see it. Mm. So, that is a great way for you to get your articles out there, your information. Make sure that whatever picture you put out, whatever post you put out, you make sure that you have your social media handle, your email address, or your website address on it. So that they can contact you, because they will. They will either click on your picture and send you inbox, or they'll go to your website, and um, or they'll send you your email. They will reach out to you, um, and that's one of the good things about having LinkedIn in your life. Whereas Facebook, you know, you have to get a whole bunch of different traction before, uh, you know, fifteen percent will see you, see you. You hmm. know, whereas as soon as they click it everybody in their platform can see wow so you need to leverage that opportunity then that also includes businesses that they're attached to too because a lot of people are now following business pages so if you have a coaching business go ahead and make that company page and give your company a presence on linkedin not just yourself my company fiction associates has a presence just as much as Dr. Akina Finch does Mm -hmm. and and I tell people especially coaches you do not have to be McDonald's in order to have a company (laughs) page you uh, you make money you help people you need to have the same opportunities to be out there in front of everybody in order for them to know that you're here and you're ready to serve
0: awesome okay so and how much time do you do you actually spend on LinkedIn, or what do you you recommend? Okay,
1: well, that, that's, oh, per week or per
0: day or.
1: <laughs> uh, so that's a hard question for me because I uh, do social media <laughs> coaching for a living. So uh-huh. Mine is a no little longer, but honestly, you can stay on there probably 30 minutes to an hour and be just as effective as long as you have your strategy together. Okay. If You know, if you are putting out targeted posts with call to actions and a tidbit for the people to learn about, that, you know, you'll start seeing them in your inbox. You'll start seeing them following you, friending you because you'll come up in their uh, different searches. So as long as you're keeping that energy moving every day, then you will be seen.
0: Okay. So 30 minutes to an hour a day you recommend. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when somebody gets, sends you a friend request in LinkedIn, even if you have no idea who they are, do you always accept it?
1: So I go to the person's page, you know, and I'll look and I'll see if we're in alignment and then I will accept. Okay. Um, if I see that they have some interest or some background, you know, and you can always ask them, because I've had people, if I send them a request, because I don't care about the industry, I care about how I feel when I see their uh, profile. Mm-hmm. If I feel excited and motivated to work with this person or know this person, I'll send them a request. And some people have said, you know, why, what attracted me, uh, you to me? And I will let them know. I said, you know, you had this, this, and this, and I thought that this was an amazing thing. And they're like oh wow thank you yes let's mm-hmm. talk and let's do this you know oh, and then from there i've gotten many jv partners from that wow and, uh, so and i'm going to explain what you need to do in the hour uh the 30 minutes to the hour okay so first you need to post something uh make sure it's an article picture quote what have you post something then you reach out to uh, you check out who has uh, tried to friend you You take the time to do your research there then you I would say do a search in your arena and see uh, I would pick two or three people to friend uh, send friend requests to why because you need to start your network and get your um, get your things out there in front of people and then also i would check you know what type of groups they're in because you can actually see the groups that they're in and i would go and check uh one or two groups out to see if you're in alignment with that and also when you're in groups you need to choose groups you like but you also need to choose groups that your clients will be in Mm. and then that way you can post your information in the groups that your clients are in and then in the things that you like that's going to develop you, you could ask your questions about how to uh, reach your next elevated state. if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's excellent. That's, that's, really, that's really targeted. You can just sort of have a checklist. because I know especially I'm, I'm new to LinkedIn, um, but in Facebook, like you can really get lost in the weeds if you don't have like a checklist like, I'm going to do this, this, this and get out. <laughs> right. Your whole day can quickly disappear. Okay, so I want to ask you about reusing content. So let's say that you're blogging or you're podcasting or you've got content on other platforms already. How, uh, what, what is your advice or recommendation on using uh, the same content across multiple platforms, specifically in this case LinkedIn? Or does it need to be like, do you need to create original stuff in LinkedIn every time?
1: Oh, no, 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 no. So uh, most people share their articles. So I write for HuffPost, I write for Forbes, Thrive Global, things like that. So what would I do? I would share those articles from those platforms and put them on LinkedIn and start a conversation at the top of it saying, you know, I would love to hear your thoughts about uh, this motivational piece and how you would use it in your coaching uh, atmosphere. And then, uh, and put the uh, and then the link would pop up there, and they would click on the link, and they would go read it. And believe it or not, people do uh, comment and you know start a good conversation off of it, even if they just like the piece. Then, uh, once again, your article's in front of a brand new audience that it wasn't in front of before, and it also gives the person who shared it you know, more reason to start looking at your company page and more things that you're posting. Yes. Uh, then uh, with, um, after you shared it off there, you can also, if it's your personal blog, you can share it from your personal blog or you can do what is called a uh, post. And they they uh, have their own little blogging section in LinkedIn. And you can use your information and then put the link, to your blog at the bottom of it, saying, This is just a snippet of what I was writing. And for you to see the full article, click this link and it'll take them back to your blog. So you're getting SEO off of that. Mm. That's so, great. Um, so you get more SEO because they're going to see it because LinkedIn's is going to promote their product before they promote, you know, link. And then once they promote their product, once they go in there and read it, they can put the link in there. And, you know, for my podcasters that do, pod, uh, you know, uh, podcasting or video casting, you know, blogging. You know, mm-hmm. we have our bloggers, our bloggers, and our podcasters. Uh-huh. Um, we, you, if you're a blogger, you can put the video that corresponds into it. And guess what? It's on YouTube. And guess what? It has your watermark on it. And as mm-hmm. soon as they click on that video, they click on your watermark. They have signed up for your YouTube channel. Yeah, and you put in your podcast, you know, and let's say your own iTunes or SoundCloud or whatever. There's a little button for them to sign up for your stuff right there. You mm-hmm. know, and they have been left LinkedIn. You know, so that's um uh, of course using uh, repurposing content uh, for the great good is what I call it.
0: That's wonderful that's wonderful I've got a you know I've got a, a series of things that I post on Facebook every day of like an inspirational quote or a testimonial or a link to something from my archives or a link to new content I'm doing that regularly in Facebook could I use the exact same scheduling and just put that over in LinkedIn or would do you think that exactly. you can so you can do that okay Wow that's that's <laughs> really exciting. Okay, another question I want to ask you, but and then we'll wrap up. I've got two, I've got three more. Um, is uh, let's see, where was I going to go with that? No, it's left me. Um, I'll move on to my my other one. It sounds what I'm loving about when you're when you're speaking, Akina, is the intention that you're bringing to this platform. Like, there's something really heartfelt. Connection-based and also business savvy about you, you know, and your intention and and what you're doing in LinkedIn. So I, w- I was just wondering if you could if you could give it advice because I think intention is everything when you when you're when you're in, as a coach and when you're approaching the different projects you're working on. Could you talk a little bit about your intention when you're using LinkedIn and and how that that's really serving you?
1: Well, you pretty much uh, hit me on the head, you know. Because (laughs) I am definitely a servant leader, and I lead from. I'm very heart centered. So when I go in, I go in with the intention of who can I, whose life can I make better today, Mm. with my coaching, with my inspiration, with my what have you. And in the process, it first off helps heal a pain point for someone. Also gives them some information that they can take on through their day. And then it also gives them awareness to if they feel like they need to continue on with the service, they can do so because there's a call to action there,
0: okay? Um, And I do
1: it subtly. So with mine, I do my, uh, my quote of the day. I'll put a little saying about the little quote and at the and I'll put my hashtags in because now LinkedIn is using hashtag and then I will put in my business page at the bottom so if you're interested in knowing more about me and what I do there's the business page link that you can click on and go over there
0: oh, that's perfect yeah so you're blending everything you're blending that that heart connection And then with that that business savvy call to action with every every interaction,
1: exactly.
0: Yeah, when I think a lot of coaches, um, and correct me if if you if you've seen a different experience, but they can like remember to do the heart bit and then forget the call to action bit. I know I'm guilty of that. (laughs) I'm getting better. This is my year. This is my call to action plus heart year.
1: (laughs) I love it, and we do. We'll get wrapped up in oh, this, this, and this, and oh, don't forget this and this, and then you wrote this beautiful epilogue, Uh and then you forgot to tell them how they can
0: find you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I remembered the other question that I got stumped on before. When you were talking about, you know, what you do on LinkedIn um, every day and what you do in your 30 minutes, are you posting on your personal page or your business page?
1: I post on my, I started with my personal because I have more followers on the personal, and link my business page into the comments. So then I go back to my business page and I will share it over to the business page. And so that way they're always connected. And Mm -hmm. that way, when they click on the link, they start following my business page as well.
0: Yeah, that's great. Wonderful, okay. One thing that, uh, the question I really love to end on with all my interviewees is if there's one Action or one thing that that you that listeners from this episode will take away and and do today or do this week. What would that one thing be?
1: I would say get your profile to all star so that you can get out to as many people as you should be getting out to.
0: Wonderful. I love the the succinctness of that too. All right, Akina. Um, how can people what's the best way for them to, to go and find you and learn more about your work and, and the wonderful stuff that you're bringing out to the world?
1: Well, you can find me on all social media handles at dradfinch, And you can also find me at Ikeenafinch.com and that's dot H.com. And if you go to my website today, or if you go to my Instagram, uh, you can click on the link up at the top and, or, and you can get a free, uh, toolkit that I use, uh, all my techie social media toolkits. Uh, I would definitely check that out and it's totally free to you.
0: Awesome. Okay. So you're Akina's social media toolkit and it's all free. I'll include a link to that in the show notes. So everybody who's interested can get access to that quite easily. All right. Well, Akina, thank you so much for coming on today and talking to me and to our audience. You're just obviously a wealth of knowledge and inspiration. So yeah, it's just been wonderful.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed every last minute of it.
0: (laughs) Me too. All right. And listeners, thank you again for listening to another episode of Coach Pep Talk. Be sure to go over and like and comment and iTunes and SoundCloud. We'd love to hear your feedback, and get your good karma. Have a great day, everyone, and happy coaching.